Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome. Well, this is, I guess, would be the very first episode. The uh, the one previous to this was just an intro, but this is uh, Arc Building, and I am your host, Joe Musidla. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for being here. I truly, truly appreciate it. Well, this is this is the maiden voyage of, of Arc Building, so I can't really think of a better way to start this off than with somebody I have known actually really not even joking my entire life from my inception I've known this man um, it is my twin brother Sean Musidla and uh, I wanted to have him on and, and kick this thing off with him and uh, so Sean uh, welcome welcome to uh, Arc Building thank you uh, good to be here good to be here i just honored uh, to be on the internet and uh, broadcasting with you. Good stuff. So, Sean, uh, as I said, I've known you well forever, and uh, <laughs> but the listeners, yeah, from 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 the beginning. Um, but the listeners, they don't know you. Um, so, if you wouldn't mind, uh, if you want to give a little brief history, uh, you know who you are and. And uh, all that good stuff, you know what you what you feel is important for the listeners to know, and and then uh, I think we'll go ahead and kick this thing off. Uh, all right, just getting a little drink here. I um, uh, got the, uh, the the sniffle that seems to be going around. It's like a little bit of a, a sore throat right now. But um, uh, welcome to Colorado, huh? Uh, anyways, yeah, we uh, have a. Uh, um, Family of four, two uh, two wonderful daughters, eleven and sixteen. Well, uh, fifteen. I'm sorry. And uh, she's rapidly moving towards sixteen, and we're already doing the driving school thing. So that just you, know, you kind of almost just round up and go. You're almost there. And um, wife and I, uh, you know, attend the local church here in in Fort Collins, Colorado, and. Uh, uh, here recently, um, uh, being called into uh, ministry full time, and uh, you know, putting down the uh, the carpet business, uh, selling vehicles and all kinds of stuff, and uh, going to uh, doing schooling full time, and and uh, hopefully moving into um, uh, inner healing, deliverance, and uh, uh, intercessory prayer is where uh, I feel the Lord's uh, leading uh, me and my family and uh, and also into uh, missions work. So uh, we're just um, really excited and, uh, you know, uh, a little bit overwhelmed of uh, this season that we're in, of uh, just the mysteries and the glory of God and uh, just this, this big faith and trust walk right now. So, uh, um, yeah, I guess that's just kind of a, a nutshell of what was what's going on here so well very good very good um 
say all that said, you uh taking on this uh this new endeavor that the Lord's leading you in. Uh, Sean, would you say that that takes, I mean, we're called to be bold, or are we not? We're called to step out in faith and be bold. Uh, very much so, very much so. Uh, go ahead. So would you say that that's, <laughs> is that what, is that, you know, is that where, is that your stance on, on, on in, uh, your, your walk with, with, uh, with the good Lord? Um, I, I kind of, you know, I, I'm going to answer it from this perspective. Um, when you actually catch his heart, um, we can be bold in our own power and kind of steamroll over people. And then we, you know, wonder why we're not getting the results and actually seeing the life that, uh, Christ promised us and, and seeing the fruit. Um, but it's actually, uh, once we catch the Father's heart um, for for His mission through us as His people uh, on this planet, um, boldness just becomes uh, a part of our DNA, and I, I we just get moved with compassion to uh, to step out and 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 right the wrongs and to um, uh, redeem and and to uh, to love others that uh, well may necessarily not deserve it at the time you know which would be pretty much all of us and uh, yeah it, it's uh, it, it's really you know in my weakness uh, his strength um, really comes through so uh, yeah I think I think boldness is just a, a byproduct of of uh, uh, being filled with his love you know. <laughs> being filled with his spirit um yeah yeah i and the reason i ask that is 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 ladies and gentlemen uh we have an activity planned uh for this evening as as we're recording this and uh all it's going to require from you is i i need you to have a a sheet of paper loose leaf um something something notebook whatever and uh and a pen and we're just going to have you write a few things down, and then we'll tell you exactly what we're going to do with that. Um, it, it's going to be, uh, well, it's going to be, you know, like Sean and I were just discussing, it's going to be stepping out in faith, stepping out in that boldness to do this. And it may be slightly uncomfortable for some. Uh, for the rest of us, not a big deal. Um I guess it'll just depend on on where you are in your eschatology. Now, Sean, you you know me that I have been uh, a welder fabricator for I don't know how many years, 20, 20 some, almost 25 years, and uh, have done um, CNC machining and, and all kinds of things within my career. And and anytime, you know, you go to build something, you know, you, you, that foundation needs to be level, correct? Oh, very much so. It, it, it's uh, the most important part. So if if our uh, if our foundation, you know, like if you were uh, building a house and you started to put up the walls. And the foundation was a quarter of an inch off. Somewhere along the line, you're going to find that. 
and you're, it's going to throw you all off. Now, doing what I do for a living, you know, the very first thing, you know, if I'm going to build some sort of structure, the the foundation or the the plate or uh, you know the concrete or or whatever that is, whatever it needs to be level, and there cannot be any debris or clutter on it because otherwise uh, the rest of your build is going to be completely off. Is that something? Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Uh, just it's it's all or nothing. You know, when it comes to the foundation. So. Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. I know you're fine. You know you you're not interrupting whatsoever. Um. So with that. You know, let's let's get to this little activity that we have planned because that's exactly what this activity is going to do. It, it, we're going to get uh, any clutter, and and I'll give you a second description after we do it of of also what came to my mind of what we're doing as well with this activity. But the first thing is we need to uh, declutter uh, our foundation or or, or this this uh, I always have a. Uh, uh, a flat stone in in my mind when I think of this something that uh, if you put a level on it to, at any point it is plumb and we we need to make sure that 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 is uh, as we build upon this that there's nothing in the way that's going to cause uh, disruption as we're as we're building this uh, this this metaphorical arc so so ladies and gentlemen on your piece of paper uh, and Sean too. Uh, you can do this with me, and uh, that way I'm not uh, I'm not the only bonehead doing this. So, <laughs> um, so or what I want you to do is is nice and big, not too big. So we're gonna have I think I have we're gonna have about a seven things on on this on this piece of paper, but you know big enough. And I'm not concerned about spelling because uh, trust me, I'm not signing up for any spelling bees anytime soon. Um, but just something so you know what it is that that you're trying to say here, and uh, I I've tried to make these things as understandable as possible as we're writing them. Um, if you want to put it in your own uh, ideal, but it, it, for now, if you could just write down what I'm saying, that would be uh, fantastic. So the very first thing we're going to write down is the word rapture. Okay. The next one is uh, something that's well, it's uh, aliens or moon men. Okay. After that, we're gonna write down just below that CERN, and below CERN is gonna be. Now this is gonna be a little long. But it's going to be uh, technology being the mark of the beast. Now, right below that, let's go with New World Order. Right below that, we'll write down One World Currency. Underneath that, write down Return of the Nephilim. All right, Sean. Uh, you want to read back what we got? All right. Let's see. We have uh, first on the list, Rapture. 
We have uh, aliens and uh, the moon men, or little green creatures, or gray, uh, the Graylians, or whatever you want to call them. We've got uh, CERN, and uh, I just, you know, did Tech slash Beastie Mark, and um, we got the NWO, uh, a One World Currency, and the return of the infamous uh, Nephilim. All right, so. What we're going to do with this piece of paper is we need to clear our foundation. So, ladies and gentlemen, go ahead and take this piece of paper and go ahead and crumple that up and throw that in the trash. (laughs) All right. Our foundation is clear. We don't need any of that to build our arcs. None of that is actually in the Bible. None of it. You don't need any of it. You never did. Um, those things were, well, they were rubble in the way of you building an ark. Uh, and another thought that came to my mind, Sean, now you and I have grown up uh, together and, 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 and many occasion uh, we have taken part in uh using duct tape uh, to make quick fixes, minor repairs. Uh, oh, duct tape's king, man. But here's the thing about duct tape. Um, it only lasts... It, it's only a quick fix. It's only It only masks over the problem. Now, if Noah was building his ark, right, you know, as God commissioned him, and let's say... Uh, uh, him or, or one of his sons cut a board too short. Do duct you? Tape. Yeah, you think Noah cried out? You know, uh, Shem, grab the duct tape. Uh, no, no, we don't need to reach for duct tape. That's that's the other thing that we've done. We've done two twofold in that one maneuver. One, we cleared our foundation. We cleared our minds of those things because we never needed them. And two, those things were really. Uh, most of the structures that I've seen are about five or six boards wrapped in duct tape. And I, I can't imagine God putting his stamp of approval on that before, uh, before you know, he, he, you know, the, the, the angel closed in Noah and his family, uh, let alone the, the, well, all the genetic material that was going to carry on, you know, the, 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 uh, well, all the animals and all the creepy things and, and everything else that, that, uh, God was going to use, uh, in this, well, for lack of better terms, new, new, new world, uh, because that's, that's basically what happened was, well, l- let me, let me go back and, and just on a, on, on this list just for just a second. And just I I I know where you're going with this, and and I'm I'm really good with it, but just so we don't have um, people get a little too freaked out, you know, God, each one of these things on on this list, um, God can use to get you to a certain point, and um, you know, I I think any one of them can be great for like a, a fishing lure. 
uh, as being fishers of men to a certain degree as far as, you know, you have a lot of conspiracy theorists out there that are into new age ideas and what have you. So I, I don't think any one of these is, is um, bad for the sake of bringing it back around to the gospel in a sense. You know, each one of these has a, um, you can explain in the Bible. Um, because we've seen them throughout history, uh, here and there, you know, as far as the Nephilim. Now, the return of the Nephilim, that we get, that gets pretty cartoonish, pretty crazy. One world currency, I mean, you know, I guess we could point to, uh, you know, the, the Tower at Babel. Maybe they had something like that. I mean, they were working towards that, but, you know, there again, we see God not let that happen. Um, you know, the New World Order, we got a lot of people looking into that, you know, a lot of, and, and through study of that, I think that's brought a lot of people into, uh, these are truth seekers and trying to find the truth. Now that we've gotten to those stages, and there's many people that have branched off this way, that way, um, I think what you're trying to do, Joe, is like, okay, you've gotten to the stage now realizing the Bible is truth. Um, let's put away um, let's put away all the fantasy stuff let's put away the imagine the great imagination stuff for just a little bit and actually get down to um, just the root of the Bible and let's let the let's grab a steak knife and a fork and let's get into some meat and uh, dig a little bit deeper into the Bible and see what it actually says without throwing a whole bunch of other stuff at it and trying to make it fit. You know, let's let's put down our front our news article exegetics and trying to make things fit into the Scripture and let God's word actually speak for itself. Is that would that be a good analogy? Sean, oh, Sean, that's uh, very well said, very well put. Um, you no, know, you're exactly right, and I don't want people to, you know, when we do this exercise, I'm sure it might anger, and that's not really, that's not our intention. Our intention is to bring the focus back to the Word of God and what it is that He actually does say. And, and you know, one of the things I wanted to... You know, I, you know, like I was thinking about this the other day of, of you know, you were talking about the news articles that we bring in, and and you know, do, does God need our technology for His word to be true? Now, I'm grateful because you and I wouldn't be doing this right now, nor would we be connecting to the listeners if it wasn't for our technology, but for His prophecy. Uh, if God wants to do whatever it is He wants to do, He really doesn't need He doesn't need us to build a tank for His word to be true. Uh, he doesn't need us to build uh, CERN. He doesn't need us to build uh, satellites or or any of those things. And, and why I'm saying that none of that's really important is because in, in the blink of an eye. Um, well, uh, it's very well described in Isaiah, the 24th chapter, that uh, none of that stuff's going to be useful. Uh, it's not even going to work. Um, so as far as, as putting our faith in fables, 
um, that that's really what the, the the heart that we're trying to get at is 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 getting the mindset out of putting our faith in fables and and really uh, looking at what God actually says and and not even just looking at it, but the first thing that we have to do is is believe it. We have to believe it. Now I'm I'm going to read uh, Sean from the NSAB. Uh, John 1 and and this this is simple we should all know it but I think we need to believe it first in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God he was in the beginning with God all things all things came into being through him and apart from from him, nothing came into being that has come into being. There's, there's really no room for, uh, <laughs> there's, there's no room for, uh, well, I, any interpretation into that. That it's, I think it's, uh, it's just a matter of us just believing that all, everything. That is created uh, from the the ant to the the birds of the air, the the wind, the sky, the rain, the snow. All this stems from our Father. Uh, the, the the heavenly celestial bodies, the the bow or the the. Uh, oh goodness, my my brain just locked up there for a second. Um, well, the. The, the the stars uh, in, in the heavens is what I'm you know, loosely trying to put, but his uh, uh, <laughs> I hate when this happens. Um, but anyways, everything was made through him, by him, nothing else. So to to add to that would be foolishness. Now the other thing that uh, I was, you know, Sean. Let's let's go to uh, John sixteen five. Okay. Um. Because he then he drives it home. This is this is uh, some uh, this this is actually some boards you can use uh, in your foundation right here, and, and and this actually has the nails right with it because he he drives this home into our minds and into our hearts that the Holy Spirit is going to show us what is to come. So, John 16.5 in the NASB, But now I am going to him who sent me. None of you ask me, where are you going? Because I have said these things to you. Sorrow has filled your heart. But I tell you the truth, it is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the Helper will not come to you. But if I do, but if I go, I will send him to you. And he, when he comes, will convict the world concerning sin and righteousness and judgment. Concerning sin, because they do not believe in me. And concerning righteousness, because I go to the Father. And you no longer see me. And concerning judgment, the ruler of this world has been judged. 
I have many more things to say to you, but cannot, but you cannot bear them now. But when he, the spirit of truth, comes, he will guide you into all truth. For he will not speak on his own initiative, but whatever he hears, he will speak. And he will disclose to you what is to come. He will glorify me. He will take of mine and will disclose to you all things that the Father all things that the Father's has are mine. Therefore I said that he takes of mine and will disclose it to you. Um yeah, that pretty much uh <laughs> pretty straight ahead right there. Uh pretty much says it. So so ladies and gentlemen, you know, putting aside all these all these uh fictional teachings and relying on his Holy Spirit of what is to come. Now that requires that requires you to actually sit and pray. Uh, hopefully, uh, if you're listening to this, that you you are a Christian, that you have confessed with your mouth, that you have confessed with your heart that Jesus Christ is Lord, that He, well, that God did have a Son, that. Oh goodness, I might as well just go ahead and say it. <laughs> the King of Kings. Uh, I. Yeah, you know what I mean. That I mean, I, hopefully you you're at this. You you you've received, you you've accepted the Lord Jesus Christ. You've accepted that on the third day that that He went to the cross, and on the third day that He rose again, in fulfillment of prophecy. So hopefully you're already there. You've you've received the free gift of the Holy Spirit. It is now indwelling with you, and and now you have this this. Blessing to show you what is to come, and I hope that you're using it, that you're utilizing that because it's imperative. It's imperative to see what is to come. So, with that, Sean, where where, where would you like to go with this from here? Because now I feel like we have a place to start. Um, you know, as we were, um, we were reading that scripture, as you were reading that scripture, uh, you know, yet when the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. You know, I, I guess what was kind of coming to my mind is that, you know, how do we get all of these theories and ideas uh, it, it comes from other, you know, from teachers, from biblical teachers, and and uh, you know, we, we get them out there. We have our favorites, and uh, you know, the ones that you know stand on certain, you know, teachings and sell books and do, you know, and I'm not against all that stuff. Um, but it, but at the same time, you know, the Bible is the canon. And like you were saying, the plumb line, it's it's a measurement. It's never going to be wrong. It's um it's never going to uh um steer you in the wrong direction. It's 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 uh but it will cut you and it will break you. <laughs> um 
so we can be more malleable to his will and to his thinking and such. But, uh, uh, you know, these te- you know I'm not, I'm not going to cut down teachers or anything. Uh, they're needed. They're a part of the fivefold ministry. But if we're going to take some of these teachers and their teaching so literal that it actually contradicts the scripture, uh, then really we're no different. This is probably, this is going to hurt. But we're really no different than any other religion in that point then. Um, we've gotten rid of what Jesus died for, was to give us the spirit of truth. And we've taken somebody else's interpretation of that truth. And we're, we're running with that. And, um, you know, and, and here's, here's how you know if it's wrong. If you feel compelled to get on the internet and, and wipe out other Christians in, in anger just to make sure you're right. Uh, that's not the fruit of the spirit. That's, that's, um, puffed up flesh and that's, um, self-righteousness and that's pride. And I don't say that to cut down anyone. I say that because I've been there and I've come to that lesson, uh, through a lot of tears and uh, sooner or later you just got to come against his word and break and go, okay, um, I'm going to trust what you say, no matter if it doesn't fully make sense to me. Um, We aren't going to grasp everything and we're just going to have to get over that. We aren't going to grasp everything fully and, uh, and that's okay because um, it's, it's, if there wasn't trust, and I think God is a God of uh, mystery and surprises. Um, he wants us to be like little kids, and kids love surprises. So we kind of have to go back to that that mindset, and um, you know, and uh, be be welcome to Him surprising us, and and He 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 gives good gifts. So uh, um, you know, I think that's you know the end of that little rant. So. <laughs> um, no, I I uh I completely appreciate that, Sean. Thank you very much for that. Um now one of the things that uh sticks out, you know, since since we're talking about building an ark, we I think we have to go to Matthew twenty four thirty seven. And I'm gonna read again from the same the MSAB. Uh for the for the coming of the Son of Man will be just like the days of Noah. Why does he say that? Now I know that that has been um, uh, there's other uh, teachers and researchers who who I, I do appreciate that this is you know the the teaching of the return of the Nephilim. Because that's what was going on was in Genesis six was was you know they were uh, eating they were uh, well if we don't know Genesis six uh, I guess we could go there and and, and read it really quick um, but that's that's really that's not where my mind goes when I read that uh, you know and that's the thing too is that you know. We'll take somebody with credentials and with a, uh, a PhD, and we'll go. Well, obviously, they know better than me. And I'm not 
credentials and PhD are those, you know, I'm not cutting that down. I'm not saying that, yes, we need higher education. Yes, we need people that are just amazingly intellectual. But um, we, we also, every one of us has the same Holy Spirit that they do. And so it's, um, it's selling ourselves short, really, if we rely on somebody else's interpretation of Scripture. I'm not against looking at it. I'm not against looking at it going, wow, and, and maybe try it on for a minute and see and compare it to other, other compare it to the rest of canon and go, maybe, and, and, and check that out for a little bit. Um, but but with any of that, we, we we've gotta we've gotta be you know like uh, Acts I believe seventeen eleven we have to be good good Bereans and be uh, noble and be be humble and be teachable and and uh, go back and and compare all things to Scripture. I mean this was Paul that came to them and they were like yeah that's a good word Paul we're gonna check it out though, um, and they were commended for that. Um, I think we forget about that that we really need to do our own homework. And uh, that's going to take time, and you may have to miss a few of your favorite shows and what have you. But um, <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it's so it's so much more worth it. So uh, yeah, I mean, uh, it, when you get ri- the scary part though is when you actually look at that scripture, and you don't have somebody else speaking into it or or putting a, a certain tint or color on it. Right. Yeah. Uh, for the coming of the Son of Man will be just like the days of Noah. So he's telling us, literally, that we're going to go back to the days of Noah. He he just, that's literally what he just said. Um, For the coming of the Son of Man will be just like the days of Noah. So, uh, what you know, what's going on? How is that possible? How is it that we're going to go back to the days of Noah, and, and what happened, and and how do we, how are we not? Because something something drastic must have happened that no one's really well. I shouldn't say no one, but very few, very few are actually talking about that something huge must have happened. Now we know that there was, uh, you know, that there was the 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 sons of God or the the angelic. Host or or the uh, well, you know, there's a ton of information on that, but you know, that they mated with the daughters of men, and and well, God basically says all flesh was corrupt upon the earth. Uh, the only one who was not who was not perfect in his well, no, it was not perfect, but he was perfect in his genealogy. But he also was a righteous man. It was described that he was a righteous man and that he did walk with God. And so, because he was faithful, God was faithful to him. So, he then gives him the prophecy that basically it has come up, you know, it, it, God says, you know, he is, he is basically repented or he's turning away from his creation, and he's going to—he's going to do something that's—it's well, he's going to flood the entire earth. So, mm-hmm. 
the days of Noah. So I, I think we have to go back to um, Adam and Eve first, and 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 kind of get a, a glimpse because there's there's something going on there that's that's way different than than what we're thinking. So let's see. By the seventh day, and and God blessed and sanctified it. Um, so you know we go through the, the 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 literal six days of creation, the the 144 hours that it that it uh, would have taken to to create the heavens and the earth. Now you can believe that or not, but I choose because that's what the Lord my God just said. So I'm not gonna <laughs> I'm not gonna argue with him even in the slightest. That would be uh, well, it'd be like trying to. Well, it'd be like me trying to uh, explain quantum physics to my dog. Um, it's just there's <laughs> <laughs> just no comparison, you know. It's, she may get it better than I do. Uh, um, but you know, Genesis two six. Okay, uh, well, let's start with two five. Now, no shrub of the field was yet in the earth, and no plant of the field was yet sprouted, for the Lord God had not sent rain upon the earth and there was no man to cultivate the ground but a mist used to rise from the earth and water the whole surface of the ground well that's strange sounds pretty good to me I like it <laughs> right but that's no sprinkler system I, I mean but that's 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 strange, isn't it? Don't you think there was no rain? I mean, now, I mean, Sean, how do we get rain today? Um, through wind and clouds and from the sky and so there has to be a, a, a buildup of moisture, right? To to where it reaches a threshold and then it releases. Correct. Yeah, we have the yeah. So it's it, it's yeah. So that we have this this machination in place that that but it only but it does it water the entirety of the earth. Uh, it sure feels like it sometimes, but um, no, no, it's just uh, certain areas and uh, some places more than other. So you know, and it has to do with now a uh, a jet stream, and then the 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 waters and the you know warm waters and cool waters and 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 all these different things that that uh, have created our weather system that is extremely. I mean, we have hurricanes and floods and you know miniature floods, but nonetheless, are 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 you know? Would you agree and say that our weather uh, patterns today are completely unstable? Uh, it seems to definitely seems to be pretty crazy, um, you know, with the hurricanes and tornadoes and uh, all that good stuff going on. Yeah. So what what sets our seasons now? If we were to, because, you know, we still have, um, well, essentially six seasons. Uh, uh, we have, more, you know, day, night, winter, uh, uh, spring, summer, and fall. 
or in Colorado, we just had the two seasons. We got uh, winter, winter and construction. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and hail repair. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, but but even with that, it, it's very unstable. But but now, for some reason, it's 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 not like it was in the days of Noah. It's mechanical, right? We we get our seasons as the Earth as we as we tilt as we go around in a three hundred and sixty five day cycle. Where we twi- tilted at what, like twenty three point uh, twenty three point four degrees, or yeah. from the well, well, we won't get into that. We'll just go with the twenty three point four degrees. Yeah, we'll go with that. I might be a little bit. Yeah, we won't go with that. We'll just we'll just stay <laughs> with the twenty three point four, and uh, so so we're off axis twenty three point four degrees and. This is how th- th- this this mechanical process is now how we get our seasons. Correct. Let's go back to something. Let's see what uh, what what happened here in uh, Genesis. Oh my goodness! Let me find it. Okay. Um, so. He he sets the lights in in the firmament, right? Uh, and, and let them be. Uh, uh, let's see. Let's go to Genesis one fourteen, and then God said, "Let there be light." Or, or I'm sorry. Let me start that over. Forgive me. Then God said, "Let there be lights in the expanse of the heavens to separate the day from the night, mm-hmm. and let them be for signs." and for seasons, and for days and years. So, before that, okay, so we didn't have rain, okay? Mm-hmm. So we didn't have rain, and God just told you in Genesis one fourteen that the angelic hosts um, were in charge of the seasons. So, what happened? <laughs> because that's not how it is today. So he says we're going to go back to this. We're going to go back to the days of Noah. He's he's literally in one phrase in my mind, he just referenced the parenthetical prophecy that he gave to Abraham that I will make your well I will make you as the stars of the heavens. And I will make you as numerous as the sand of the seashore. So this parent prophecy comes into play all the way back. That this was set up. That to me, in my mind, that's 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 where my mind has to go. It's where it has to go. Is back to the parent prophecy that was given to Abraham. That there was going to be. Redemption. That the earth, not only the earth, but us, that, well, everything was going to be redeemed. That this whole mess is going to be cleaned up. Um, you know, you know, we can fast forward just a little bit here, because, you know, as, as, as God, well, as, as he 
dishes out judgment because of of what was done with the angelic host and 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 us and that all flesh was corrupted god god had no choice and that lineage carried on that lineage would carry on right so i'm sorry go go ahead I want to go back to something that you were looking at in John there because he was talking about, you know, the Holy Spirit were convicted of sin, righteousness, and judgment. Mm-hmm. And then he actually gives a description of sin. And a lot of times what we have a view of sin, especially in America, in the Western mindset is, you know, we have a Greek view of just right and wrong and and this and that, so we kind of look at sin as just like, okay, smoking, drinking, cussing, sex out of marriage, you know, all that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. But then it says sin because they did not believe God. Sin always, sin really is unbelief. Sin will, you know, why did, why did we have to get down to the root of it? Why did somebody steal? Because they don't believe God's going to provide they don't trust amen yeah and then we can just take that thought and go into it so uh why do we make up these things in the bible and 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 such uh is because we don't believe we don't believe what he's actually trying to say is that he's he's good uh we have a very we have a god that uh in is we keep him in the Old Testament, we keep him half in and half out of the Old Testament, and we keep this view of him as this father who would love to punish everybody and doesn't want to redeem everything. And so when we're looking at eschatology, we're looking through this view of this angry God who just had enough and he just fed up with everybody and that's it. We're going to... um, just wipe everybody out because I'm just ticked off. And we don't look at it in the, the fact that he is moving forward with a plan of redemption and restoration. And that has always, always been at the heart of it. And I, I think if we, we get the wrong view of who God is, our eschatology is going to be completely skewed as well. And if we don't catch his heart in things, uh, we're going to see it as punishment. And we're going to see it as uh, uh, retribution. And, uh, you know, there will be those that will will have to answer. They will pay for their iniquity. And God knows their hearts. And uh, that's kind of hard for us to deal with, you know, because we just... We we can go one way and make him so loving that everybody gets away with everything, and we kind of end up with this uh, universalism that he's not really going to send them to hell and yada yada yada. And I believe to a universalism to a certain extent, but not the not to a, an extreme. And I believe that that love it never fails, but at the same time, love protects. And love fights for something. And uh, sometimes that means that there's going to be a receiving, a receiver of uh, that protection and that judgment um, because it's done in love 
Uh, there are just people that have made their choice. Well, have, have picked sides, you know. Let's 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 put it this way, Sean. If if uh, yeah. he loves us so much that he gave us his, his only son, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how you know. I don't know how much greater uh, love can could be ever expressed. But at the same time, now I love you. But if if okay, if you're standing in the middle of the street and I told you there's a bus coming. Mm-hmm. And I stood there, and I said over and over and over, it's your choice to either believe me and get out of the way or say, I don't believe you and get hit by a bus. So yeah. it's it's ultimately, God said what he's going to do. So it, it's it, ultimately, it's our choice of what side we want to be on on that. Now, you know, that I, I love what you said. I thought very passionate. I really think I love what you said. And I'm not I'm not going against anything that you're saying. What, no, 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 go ahead. Go but ahead. the the. Uh, the point, I guess, um, I'm trying to make, and I think you did a beautiful job of making it as well, but to drive it home is, is where was Noah during the flood? He was safe in an ark and cozy with a bunch of animals. Right. Do you, do you think he was 100% comfortable? Uh, I don't think so. But he was, I think, but he was safe. I'll put, it, I'll put it this way. He did not know how that was going to end. It was a trust. It was a faith um, that God is good. God instructed him and put him on the ark. But, I mean, to have the foresight of like, I mean, there had to have been days when that thing was rocking and rolling pretty good. Right. With that, with that much water to be like, and you're on there with a bunch of animals and your family and to not get sick and to not... Uh, have a bunch of issues. I mean, you know, think about it. They, they were people. They had places. They had to go to the bathroom. They had to eat. They had, you know, cleanliness issues. I mean, uh, 40 days is, is is a bit of time to be in that kind of environment. Uh, was it comfortable? I, I I highly doubt it. Um, that was a that was a test. That was a that was a journey, and that was that was a a test of faith uh, that God was going to deliver on what He said. So, so that brings up another point. Do you think that these, the some of these things, you know, the, the things that we we swept away, um, well, these things are based on comfort, it, it, especially in the well in America in the Western world that we're um, we're afraid to be uncomfortable. You know, I mean, I've been to your house, you've been to my house, you know, I, I have heat, I have AC, but if, you know, um, uh, you know I have a, a decent vehicle um, that gets me where I need to go, um, you know, a job, you know, a, a stinky dog, um, all, all the things that, <laughs> you know, we, we have our creature comforts, right? And, and but yet... How many times do we see his servants being called to be uncomfortable, but yet, even even unto death, but yet that that promise was kept. That they they somehow 
they believed that that promise would be fulfilled more than anything, more than their own lives. They they weren't they were prepared to give their own lives to receive that promise because they knew that this was the source, the most high, the source of that promise would never fail. So, ladies and gentlemen, as we're talking about these things, that's really where we're trying to get your mind to go, is that he's not going to fail you. As as we as we traverse into his word, because um, you know we can go for for hours and hours on uh, Genesis and, and what happened, but I really want you to dive in. Um, and 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 if you've never looked at this, if you've never gone back and looked, um, because you know we, we went from Matthew twenty four all the way back to the beginning, because that's where God called us to go. That's where he told us in our minds. And I don't know how many times he calls us to remember the Exodus. Yeah, that's it's it's really over and over and over and over again. Um if if you can't see the Exodus in Daniel and Revelation and uh just over and over, um and and even just in, in well, let's just take it on the personal eschatology. You know, we all have a beginning and an end. And every one of us is going, you know, the death rate is still 100% as far as I know. Um, what's your, you know, what what is your personal exodus? You know, what is God delivering each one of us from? And um, how do we live in this, um, you know, for Daniel, uh, how do we live in this Babylon? That we're in, you know, and 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 I don't mean that in 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 uh, a fact of pointing, trying to figure out if America is Babylon or if it's Rome or but just a, a metaphorical spiritual thing of of uh, governments and such that are ruled by uh, principalities and powers. Well, God tells you that the entire world is going to be like Sodom or like Egypt, right? Um, so I, I don't. You know, we we really shouldn't have any issue with with coming to grips with that. You know, as far as uh, you know, uh, Babylon the Great or Mystery Babylon, you know that that's a whole other uh, study in itself. But you know, just just a you know, God gives a a uh, a broad brush on that and says, look, the whole world's Egypt. <laughs> um, so you know you're exactly right. You know we need to 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 be uh, as faithful as Noah. We need to be as faithful as Daniel, as you know Isaiah, as um, well as, as 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 those that came before us. He gave example of example. Um, you know that also kind of what we were talking about was leading me into uh, one other thing. I, I I think we need to talk about is is. Uh, is how God, you know, because we went from, you know, Sean, I think that's confusing to people, you know, if they've, if they've never looked at this, you know, we went from, <laughs> you know, it sounds crazy. We just went from, you know, what we consider the New Testament, right? We went from Matthew 24 all the way back to Genesis because the Lord our God called us to go back there, right? In our minds. Correct. Correct. So what is his how does he view time? Mm. 
You know, that's the thing that I think, too, that gets confusing when we're looking at eschatology is that when, you know, you were talking about, you know, where he calls the whole earth Sodom and, Sodom and Egypt. I think a lot of times what we do is we put that into a future stance. And we go, okay, when these things happen, then... And, and and there is some of that to an extent, but um, I'm I'm going to sum it up in, in in this. He is the great I am, um, not the great I was, or not the great I will be, but the great I am. I think personally, for me, um, we get so wrapped up in what's going to happen that it influences our lives so greatly that we miss out on what's happening around us and what he is doing right now in this moment and what he is calling each one of us to and and that also what you're saying in in um how does he look at time uh he looks at all of it all together you know he knows the end from the beginning not the beginning from the end but the end from the beginning um he knew all, he he knew what the cost was when he started this this whole thing he knew exactly how much this thing was going to cost him, and yet he went for it. Um, I think we have to keep that in mind when, when looking at this, is that um, his view of time is not just some, some great thing that's going to happen in the future, and we just need to sit and, and wait until these events happen, and then our great hope is we're going to get out of here before all the bad stuff happens. Uh, the early church just never viewed it that way. Um, they they had a, you know they they just were expectant of God. They were expectant of Him to perform. They were expectant of Him to uh, create miracles. They were expectant of Him to to deliver. And if He didn't, well, hey, um, it was an honor to lay their life down and let their blood pave the way for another generation uh, to carry this wonderful gospel to those who don't know it. But as far as... Sorry, the, no, off, no, yeah. no, no, that's, that, that's, that's fine. I think you definitely, you, you still hit the nail right on the head just from, just, just from a, a different vantage point is all. Um, I, I, you know, from the, uh, well, the machination of time. Mm-hmm. You know how how do you think? I mean, because he he tells us literally to go back to Exodus. I don't know how many times. Mm-hmm. Um, and he also says he chases after what has been. Right. Nothing new under the sun. That which has been is that which will be. So, if that. Well, let's not even say that. That being true, because it is, um, <laughs> well, he just told you that time, well, how many how many times have you heard historians say uh, history is something we are doomed to repeat, or uh, um, time is cyclical, or, you know, a scientist. And, and this is, you know, this is the master scientist himself that just told you that time uh, repeats or history repeats or time is literally cyclical. Mm-hmm. 
and that's another can of worms that we could get into uh, at a later date to actually um, uh, it would take some a little bit of uh, research historically, but we can literally take uh, the, uh, the the numbers that God gives us uh, in the Bible and, and start looking at points in history and start seeing uh, right on time, right on target, history repeating. And it's it's actually magnificent. It's it's uh, I, I think it's something that uh, you and I should do on a, on a future show, Sean. We'll we'll, we'll have to uh, we'll have to get together for that one, and and do do uh, a little bit uh, a little bit of research uh, historically. But it's actually fun, and then that's something I, I would love to present to you, the listeners. Um, and uh, and and see what we come up with because uh, that's a lot of fun and and it's a it's a wonderful way to prove <laughs> that well that he is God and that what he he says is um, and, and we need we need to be his children really we really just need to be his children and 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 marvel after him and his word and not after. The well, the fairy tales, and you know, and, and Sean, you've known me for forever now, and I'm a huge. Uh, well, I was. I, I really don't partake in. <laughs> I haven't been in a while, and I'm, I'm still a fan of it. But uh, I used to be a huge Star Wars fan and just geek out on Star Wars, right. and uh, <laughs> and I, while I still appreciate the story and the characters, uh, this is way cooler. You know, the, the things that uh, I think we need to get back, you know, be, this just being our, our first show together on this, I, I really, I've, I've immensely enjoyed uh, your input and, and, and your heart. And I, I definitely, uh, I think we I think we have to do this again. But I, I think we need to go, we need to look way deeper into Genesis and the days of Noah. We're going to have to, you know, we just, we barely touched on it and and ladies and gentlemen, I know we we kind of jumped around a little bit, um, and hopefully not too much. But um, I think the the next time, uh, really, we're going to have to really get into some crazy stuff of of what the you know Christ the King was telling us to do was to go back and look at at, at Genesis and the days of Noah, and really examine what was going on there because we definitely have to have that for our ark. We have to have that um, as we're building these, these metaphorical arcs. And, and, you know, like I said before, ladies and gentlemen, this is, you know, I, this is something that is going to house your securities as, 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 as events unfold. Okay? This is absolutely going to house your security because you're going to know exactly what is to come because that's what he promised you we just read that in john uh, sixteen five. we just read uh, his promise that the holy spirit is going to tell you what is to come and give you revelation or uh, a revealing or insight as you're reading his word and it's going to take some study like sean was saying it's going to take you putting down the remote it's going to take you and, and i'm a huge huge advocate for bible study so i don't you don't have to do this on your own you really don't and, and what i'd like to do is do the same thing. Get a little Bible study together, and, and 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 just because, and don't wait on your church to do it. Absolutely, don't don't wait on your church because um, 
because he God wants to do something special with you. You know, there's nothing special about me. There's nothing special about Sean, but through him, through his spirit, he he wants to do something special with us, through us, in us, by us, and 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 glorify and 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 use that to glorify and magnify himself. Now, I I don't want any of it. I want him to have it all. Um, and I and I hope you, the listener, does too. And and what you can do is get together with with you know your your own little ecclesia, your own little groups, and 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 start tearing these things apart, and and do the exact same thing that we did with the exercise. You know, clear all the rubble and all the d- debris off your foundation. Write down all the same things. Get your head cleared, and and just start from Genesis if you want and start over and start building your ark as he would have you build and uh, there's no wrong place to go into the Bible and and, and definitely uh, I want you to listen because we're going to you know like I said we're going to get into Genesis we're definitely going to have to get into Isaiah the 24th chapter we're going to have to get into some crazy nutty stuff that makes Star Wars look boring and trust me, I'm a Star Wars geek, and it makes Star Wars look boring. This is the coolest. The Lord your God is the coolest. He is the coolest. All right? Uh, what he has done, what he will do, is mind-blowing compared to any story any other teacher has ever tried to put in your head. I really, really encourage you to get into Bible studies and and, and just... You don't need a curriculum. You don't need anything else. You just need God, the Holy Spirit, and a few others with the same mindset and the same drive to just tear into these things and and just go for it. Just go for it because... Well, and especially if, if you are... Um... If you are bored or or just totally confused with um you know because i i think i i i studied um all you know the pre trib post trib mid trib um you know no trib and uh, i you know all of that stuff and i and I just got to the point where I was just pulling my hair out and I was just frustrated, and I got tired of everybody just ripping each other apart on social media and uh, I just I just put the whole thing away and just kind of quit studying eschatology for a bit and kind of let my brain simmer down um, with some of those things until um, uh, you know and, and, and my brother started picking this stuff up and, and just running with it and, and that's the thing too is he wasn't listening to any of the teachers I listened to it was just him his Bible um, you know, Google and and uh, and the Holy Spirit, and uh, you know, he he will lead you into all truth. You're gonna. This is this is also a journey of not just knowing the Bible, but actually getting to know the author of actually taking this journey and really starting to get to know God, um, who He is. How is He? You know, what what are these plans? You know, and this will strengthen your faith. This will strengthen your relationship with him. Uh, it, it may not make you as popular uh, with uh, with other Christians, <laughs> um, um, but that's okay. That's okay. Um, it's not about being right or wrong. It's about seeking his face. It's about righteousness. It's about knowing him. 
It's about having that relationship. It's about having the Holy Spirit breathe on the Word and and making it active and alive and um, and and uh, taking a journey. Because when He called Noah, not Noah, I'm, um, am I thinking? No, not Noah. Um, Abraham. When he when it was Abram at the beginning there, when he called him, in in the, the Hebrew there, it basically broke down to when he said, "Leave this land, and I will show you." Uh, you know the land where you know I, I will give you. Uh, the Hebrew broke down as like, "Take a journey to find yourself." And what you'll find is when you start finding out who you are, who you are in Christ. You will look at your brothers and sisters completely different, and you will um, finally that beam will come out of your eye, and you'll be able to take the speck out of your brother's eye, and you won't have a war with them. And and that's that's where Joe is going with this. this is where a lot of other people are going with this. Where I'm trying to go with it. Uh, I don't want a war with other Christians. I I I want to be able to be that. Um, Get that beam out of mind, so I can look with the look through the lens that God's looking through with the heart of God, and be able to help um, others on their journey and and help them get unstuck if they got something in their vision that's keeping them from seeing uh, what what the truth. Then uh, it's it's really from a heart of gratitude and from love, and not to tear anybody's ideas down or anything like that. But it's really like, hey, if you're frustrated and stuck, um, nothing wrong with where you've gone. It's gotten you this far, but maybe it's time to start afresh. Maybe it's time to to take a new direction. Maybe it's time to uh, you know look where that compass is pointing and, and follow it. And uh, let God take you to a new land. Well, amen, Sean. Well said, once again. <laughs> um, so, you know, with that, I think, ladies and gentlemen, you know, I, you know, like, it's kind of funny because uh, none of this is scripted. Uh, Sean and I, you know, we we discussed a few things that we wanted to talk about. We we discussed a few things that we. We knew we we wanted to set a foundation of of the Holy Spirit being your guide. That was that was the main objective. We wanted to clear the foundation. I feel like we've done that. I feel like we've set set up a, a good building. Uh, well, a, a good platform to build off of. Uh, we then went from. Uh, uh, Matthew the 24th chapter which everyone loves to go to and we looked at something a little differently we looked at the days of Noah that Christ the King told us to remember and then we went we we just did what he said and we went back and, and we just took a quick look now we just scratched the surface and we 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 posed some questions and and maybe there's some of you listening that are screaming out the answers and I'm talking um and that's fine that's fine but there are those out there that uh well they don't know and I want them to so I the very next show that Sean and I do and like I said I will keep you posted on the dates uh Sean and I will set another date and and we'll get this uh, hammered out because there is a huge amount of, uh, uh, to look at in the scripture um, 
on the days of Noah because and, and ladies and gentlemen you're gonna you're, you're gonna marvel because you're gonna you're gonna see boards fly up on your ark. Uh, on on the next episode because it's going to give you a ton of it has to there's no other way around it there's going to be a ton of scriptures you're going to see boards go together that you never thought would fit and it's going to be amazing so you know like this episode I th- I think uh, we covered what we wanted to cover uh, we wanted to lay a foundation as the dynamic duo as as, as where we want to go with this and. <laughs> I can't believe I said that. Um, and, uh, and, and and so I think we've done that. And we just scratched the surface. So if you want to, go ahead and read through Genesis again. Uh, start over at the beginning. Start over at the beginning. And, and it needs to be an actual translation. Uh, you, you don't want to be in... in now, I'm, I'm not against those Bibles uh, for just reading, you know, the NIV or, or any of the paraphrased Bibles, but you're going to want to get uh, uh, an actual translation, you know, the NASB, the, the King James and, and, and such like that. And you, and you can look them up online and find out which is which. And then, uh, you know, there's, there's tons of, uh, uh, well, Strong's and study, uh, uh, well, you do have the Strong's Concordance online um, that you can go. Uh, there, there's, gosh, you type it in and you'll find. I, I bet you, you know, a dozen of them, and, and and so you have basically everything that you need, and you just need uh, some notebooks. Um, so you can go to. Uh, you don't need. You don't need to spend a ton of money. You know, trust me. Uh, I'm. I'm. My wife and I are, are king and queen of, of coupons and sales. Um, so. Uh, and used stuff. <laughs> uh, right, right. Um, so, uh, so, so yeah, you can go to Walmart or or uh, King Supers, and, and we kind of missed it. Now, I I I, I uh, took advantage of the back to school sales, um, which is a wonderful time to to get some more notebooks for uh, your studies, and and you know you'll want to do that as you get your own little Bible study going, which I highly encourage. And, uh, you know, do it from your house. Do it, do it wherever. But anyways, uh, you're going to need to get some notebooks together so you can start writing all these things down and, and start making notes and, and start uh, chasing uh, some of these things around. And, you know, take one word and chase it around the Bible and see where it leads you. And, and it, it's a lot of fun. But, uh, yeah, if you want to get a jump start, get into Genesis, uh, we're going to be specifically looking at uh, Noah um, and that, that, that time. We may, uh, well, we might just start off with uh, Genesis. You know, a good place is just Genesis 6 and, and, and realize that uh, what the, the sons of God did and that this altered, this, this brought about the, the uh, well, the altercations or the, the judgment of the Lord our God, okay? And, and you don't need to let your mind go any further than that uh, as far as the Nephilim or any of that craziness. Yes, it did happen. Yes, there were giants. Um, but uh, as, far as, as, as far as going forward and studying this, uh, really, really pay attention to what he said, every single word, because he's trying to lead your mind in the, in the correct direction in the way that it should go 
So um, just pay close attention to every single word and uh, and have a blast doing it. Please have a blast. Have some fun. Uh, have some good fellowship uh, with others. Um, and uh, you know, Sean, if you if you have some closing uh, comments, um, I, I would come at it from this point is that I I know there's probably um, you know there's tons of people out there you know I'm doing a Daniel study at the church I attend right now and uh, uh, there is just some extremely intelligent people out there they're looking at this from an apologetics point of view and you know uh, when were all these dates and getting to the exact science of everything and Joe and I completely respect that and we can get into that, but the main point I think of what Joe's trying to bring about, and you know, the name of my ministry is 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 simple truth. Um, a lot of times we can get hung up in all the details and miss the beauty of the simplicity, and that's really where we're trying to take this thing. Is that there is a ton of details you, we can we can get so deep into this thing it's not even funny. Um, but for right now, I, uh, it, it may be, it may seem so simple it's stupid. Um, sometimes we have a really hard time of grasping things that are simple. Um, we'll, we'll miss what, what Jesus was really saying, at least I do, um, you know, reading, reading the, and, and then go back, you know, and, and go, oh, oh, it was that simple. And... <laughs> I made something out of it wasn't really there, so uh you know please keep that in mind as well we we uh this is this is taking a big ship and um basically uh turning it into a big uh, a, another direction and uh so it's it's best off not to add a bunch more complications <laughs> than than we need and uh and Joe can take it a lot deeper than I can, but uh, um, uh, but our goal here isn't to get so overly technical, and that's usually where a lot of fights start and such like that of trying to you know uh, pick the uh, you know fly turds out of pepper, if you will. Uh, we, we we just aren't trying to do that. Um, we're picking up big rocks and moving them and clearing a path. Um, to uh, to have a straight path, to have a, a, a clean foundation. Uh, this is all big excavation work that we're doing here, so it's just going to be um, the main point is keeping it level, keeping it straight, and honestly keeping it simple. And um, I think if we if we can get our minds wrapped around that, uh, the scriptures are going are going to read completely different. And you're going to see a totally different side of God and totally different side of Holy Spirit. And you probably won't have to work so hard. It's actually going to be a lot more fun to study the Bible from this point of view. It it really is. Well, amen, Sean. I... I don't. I do. I, I agree. <laughs> uh, even even the, uh, the 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 fly and the pepper. Um, <laughs> 
But, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I think we're going to conclude this show. Uh, I, I, I had a blast with you, Sean. I absolutely had a blast. Thank you so much. And, and ladies and gentlemen, like I said, I, I, I don't see any reason why we're not going to continue together uh, doing this. I, I think, uh, I think. Well, I think it needs the two of us. And like I said, we're gonna we're gonna dive in. Uh, at least up to our waist, if not to our shoulders, into uh, some Genesis uh, and and see exactly what God is wanting us to see and what happened uh, to the earth. And uh, well, that's going to be uh, that's going to be mind blowing to to a lot of people. That's going to be absolutely mind blowing. And this, well, it's absolutely beautiful. So, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much. One more thing. Uh, your prayers. Uh, like Sean doesn't want any money. I don't want any money. Um, well, wait, wait. Don't speak for me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm messing. Uh, but your prayers are so appreciated. Um, uh I, I can't, uh, well, I thank you for those who do pray for us, and trust me, we need it. Um, and if we can be a service to you, if you need prayer, uh, you can find me at uh, uh, Joe Musidla. I think there's a nine, I think it's Joe Musidla nine uh, for Facebook, if I remember. There, there's a nine in there somewhere, so look for the nine. And it's the strangest last name on this planet, so you're not going to miss it. Um, but uh, J-O-E-M-U-Z-Y-D-L-A, and somewhere in there's a nine. Um, uh, you, you can find me, uh, send me a request, uh, friend me, whatever. Um, you can also find me at uh, J Musidla on Twitter. And also, I have a very strange email, so I'm just going to spell it out. And I thought about changing it, but uh, it's got a story behind it, and I just I just can't let go. Um, it is uh, W-H-A-T-F-O-R, the numerals 401 at gmail.com. So that's what for 401 at gmail.com. Um, definitely get a hold of me. I'm not afraid. Uh, if you want to talk personally, look, I will give you my phone number. I will do, I will spend until the wee hours of the morning. Uh, if you're confused, if I have uh, brought you in, you know, if I've said something that that's brought you into confusion and you need some clarity, whatever it takes. Okay. Uh, Sean, if you want to give out your information. Oh yeah, I'm. I'm. Uh, I'll be working on probably getting a website set up here uh, with uh, my ministry, uh, which has been uh, named uh, Simple Truths. Um, uh, you can also find me on uh, Facebook, and uh, I don't do Twitter. Um, I probably should, but I just don't really understand it, nor do I really have that much time to read all that stuff. Um, I do. What's what's the other one that uh, works off of uh, Facebook? It's uh, Instagram. I do have an Instagram, so you can find me there, Sean. It's uh, spelled the correct way, S E A N. Um, last name M U Z Y D L A. Um, if you uh, want to hit me up on uh, email, it's uh, s musidla at gmail dot com. 
and uh, if you need uh, prayer or uh, you know just somebody to chat with or uh, questions or such like that but um, be be happy to be uh, absolutely be, be my honor it's my honor uh, to uh, be on this show and uh, to uh, have uh, have any listeners out there uh, we just uh, want to tell you that uh, we love you um, God loves you and uh, may uh, May the Holy Spirit just uh, be on you, and may you just be blessed. And uh, I think that's pretty much all I have to say. All right. Well, thank you so much for being on with here, uh, being on here with me tonight, Sean. Oh, uh, my honor. My honor. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, once again, thank you so much for listening. Take care, and God bless.